It takes passion and drive to succeed. And my guest today, Camille Corbett, has plenty of both. She's a TV writer, comedian, actress, and Fulbright scholar. She has written for shows on Disney Plus and Netflix, and she is deeply involved in the Los Angeles comedy scene through improv, stand-up, and sketch. As a first-generation Jamaican-American, she is committed to representation and humanization through compelling storytelling. I can't wait for you to hear our inspiring conversation. Hi, Camille. It's good to see you. Hi, it's great to see you, Rebecca. Thank you for being a guest today. Thank you for having me. Of course. I know that you broke in as a staff writer on the Jamie Foxx series, That's Stop Embarrassing Me, on Netflix. Can you tell me what it's like to be a staff writer at Netflix and what was your experience on the show? Just give us a little sneak peek behind the scenes. Okay, um, so That's Stop Embarrassing Me was a multicam sitcom. And before, when I was an assistant, I mostly worked on historical dramas. The way that I got on this show was I had like a comedy sample at the ready. And so for me, I was really good at writing jokes. Like all of my scripts had like the rule, three jokes per page, whatever. Um, Very joke heavy. They always say like um, when you are, you know, starting out in a room, you should have something to pitch in the morning and then have something to pitch in the afternoon after lunch. Um, and then you're going to be good for your like your first few weeks as a staff writer. And I very much followed that rule. But then I realized I was sort of brought in to speak for the it was a dual protagonist show for like the it was like Jamie Foxx and his daughter. Um, so Basically, I just knew that like I had to speak a little bit more just to make sure the show was a little bit more balanced um, for the female perspective as well. But obviously, like you start out very slow from there. Um, but yeah, being in a multicam is a great experience because you have show nights and you're able to like, you know, pitch jokes on the fly, produce your episode just naturally because there's always a show night. However, um, COVID hit um, during that's up embarrassing me so I was lucky enough that an episode that I thought of was the first episode that Netflix wanted to shoot so I was able to um, experience that episode but the rest were all experienced via zoom and I'd have to pitch jokes via zoom and that was like a very different experience than like the traditional multicam and this is something I found very impressive you co-wrote produced and starting your own pilot Crystal and Chelsea can you tell me what it's about and the process of making it so Crystal and Chelsea is about a psychic that scams white women into being less racist. I wrote it with my best friend. Um, we both went to the same high school together and we were like sort of, it was before we both like started working on shows. So he also um, is a TV writer, composer. Um, he most recently wrote the music for Spirited, um, which is like Will Ferrell, um, like holiday film that was really extraordinary you should check it out um but yeah um we both were like what should we do we feel like our careers are going nowhere but we want to make something together so we made crystal and chelsea we wrote it and then um i did a kickstarter for it a few like about a year later because like we wrote it and i was just like it's time for us to film it 
Um, I was sick of being an assistant. I was just like, I'm over using all of my strategy <laughs> to just assist people and people be ungrateful. So I'm just going to focus on a project of my own. And so I independently uh, produced this pilot. Dan O'Shannon was our biggest donor. Um, we got a Panavision grant for a million dollars worth of equipment. Um, we were able, I like cast it all. I... I've never worked so hard on anything ever in my life. It literally almost broke me, but I am so happy that I was able to complete it. We shot it in five days. We got it distributed by Comcast. And then um, I think that the best thing about it was like a week before production. I really feel like, you know, the air of like creating my own projects really begets curiosity on other people's end and I got staffed like a week before production. So I was luckily able to take like a week off and film it. But yeah, um, I was very lucky to like be on that type of embarrassing me and be able to pay everyone <laughs> of from, on my pilot. <laughs> I know that you said that it was an extremely difficult process at times. What exactly were the difficult aspects of the okay. process? The difficulty was money. I was like, there was no money. Like <laughs> I raised a Kickstarter and the Kickstarter was for $6,000. Um, the project was 27 minutes. Um, and we shot it over five days. Everyone was like barely getting paid. Um, and just like sort of being creative off of like the limitations of the budget and having everyone understand this is a passion project and we're doing the best that we can. So it's just figuring out a way to make 500 look like $100,000. And I really wanted like Crystal and Chelsea to look like something that you could watch on television. And it does. We shot it with Ari's like we I had an outstanding crew, but it definitely did not come without like, you know, a lot of like putting your foot down to wanting certain things a certain way, you know, it is what it is. Some like to have a singularity of vision, you have to insist on that vision. You can't shy away from what you want. So why did you decide to become a TV writer in particular, you know, given your path, you know, what about the craft is so important to you? Uh, well, the reason why I chose being a TV writer is because it's the only creative writing that you can do and like really make a livable wage storytelling um, and able to like live off my own storytelling was so attractive to me because I just always thought I was going to have an another job and then I would write on the side, you know, to really feel something while I was doing like a monotonous job doing whatever, you know. And so it was great to like see a world where I could like make my creativity the way I make money. Yeah, that's awesome. That's lucrative in and of itself. Yeah. What's your vision as a TV writer? What message do you hope to transmit to your audience? I really didn't see myself in a lot of the stories that I loved and held dear as a young woman. And so for me, as like a TV writer, creator, whatever, director, producer, um, I just want to create art where like people like me are seen, whether it means like women of color, whether it means like Caribbean Americans. Like I have written, like I recently directed and produced and started in a short horror short that was um, produced by um, Outback Presents. And 
for me, my Jamaican representation is so important. I feel like it is very lacking to the point where I feel like, you know, almost shame when I talk to like African Americans and they'll be like, yeah, I'll be like, I'm Jamaican. And then like their first response is like, yeah, man, you know, R- like rather than like hearing or understanding my culture. So for me, like, you know, creating art that, you know, represents like what it is to be like Caribbean American. And so for me, I really want to create art where like, you know, people feel seen and really want to be in that world. I want to create projects where it's like white people will see it and be like wow I wish I was that character because there's so many white characters (laughs) that have been created that I was like damn I wish she was black (laughs) yeah Yeah, of course thank you so much for your time today thank you for having me thank you for listening to today's episode of the mirror Elizabeth show I hope you are inspired be sure to download Follow me on your socials and stream the next episode.